This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 347, where I, I'm Sean. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. I'm Matt, Matt Bradford. Hi, this is Norma. Uh, this, is, this is Ted. That was, that was a good. Is that a Gary Busey match? <laughs> no, it's just me being uh, welcoming and, and swarming. Oh, yeah. you were walk. You were walking around in the woods, and somebody came behind you, and you're like, "Oh, oh hey, doing hey, a podcast." Yeah, yeah. My name's Matt. Hey, hey, guys. Didn't see you there. Out here, <laughs> out here doing a podcast. <laughs> you crept up on me. Yeah. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us: iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place to hear us live is AllGames.com forward slash live. Come over here, click the Discord link, enter the chat mingle with the zombies live mingle with us live here on the show if you want to hear us live but cannot join us live with chat on all devices get the tune in app the free version at all games radio even smart homes new car stereos all the new cars yeah we were car shopping and they all come with tune in now automatically built in and all you gotta do is add all games radio to that uh, handheld devices gaming consoles google home alexa play all games radio on tune in is all you got to do no matter where you're at in the world to hear zombie cast live on the TuneIn app. Uh, no matter where you're at, guys, uh, listen to us that way. It's very, very, very simple. And we do remind you guys, go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And while you're browsing the news articles, you can listen to ZombieCast in podcast form over there on the very front page of the ZombieResearchSociety.com. We do want to thank the late, great George Romero, Matt Moke, Zomathon, and the nice guy over there, the new guy. He's going to say it. He's going to say it's it. It's going to be <laughs> the new guy. Cammy. Cammy. <laughs> Can I call him Cammy? <laughs> Cammy or Cameron? Either way, he's cool, right? Cameron. The Cameron new guy over there. Cammy? So, Zombathon, you got a lot of stuff. Cammy. Cammy Cameron's over there uh, listening to ZombieCast, man, because we are his number one fans over here we at only do this show for We only do this show for Cammy. We do. For we do. Cammy. Just so we can say what Cameron. What would Cameron do? I've got that on my wrist. 
Cameron, the new guy. Yep. 20 years long. But uh, go to zombieresearchsociety.com. Bill Brasky. Bill yeah. Brasky. That's it. But go to zombieresearchsociety.com. We love being the one and only official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And while you guys are over on the social medias, like and follow Zombiecast World as we love mingling with you zombies all week. And guys, before we start the show, I do want to give a shout out uh, to one Mr. James Barker, which has been a guest here on Zombiecast. And, you know, he, he, he's uh, um, done a lot of films. He was actually Bub in the Walking Dead series, the, the green zombie, uh, from, from back in the, the tunnel days of uh, the train tunnel and Glenn and all that. But, uh, you know, he, he's a frequent guy uh, on The Walking Dead. But James's wife passed away, and we wanted to bow and tip our hat uh, to the good times, the good memories, and the sorrow that we have for you guys. But, uh, James, man, we're very sorry for your loss here on ZombieCast, man, and Zombie Research Society, man, and we are all keeping you in our zombie thoughts, man. We absolutely love you, man. And uh, you know what? There's tons of good memories, and focus on that and kiss the sky, man, and uh, you guys will meet soon one day, man. But uh, I love seeing all the pictures and stuff with you guys and the fellowship and the family bonds that you guys had, man. But uh, cheers to you, James, to those good memories. And also, we're very, very, very sorry for your loss, man. Sorry, buddy. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Tonight's going to be a heavy, heavy Stranger Things three season three spoiler. Last week we kind of beat around the bush, and uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna full on spoil it. So, if you have not seen season three of Stranger Things, please turn it off now. I haven't seen the last episode yet. Get no out way. Here. Really? Yes, he, he has. Ted has seen this. it. Sorry. Yes, he I'm has. Sorry. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you got me, Ted. You, you got me. You got me, I'd poke you in your tummy, <laughs> man, if you were here. <laughs> I saw it. Yep. But, uh, you know, kind of a warm-up topic. I want to talk The Walking Dead. Sure. Now, The Walking Dead is all over the place right now before we get into Stranger Things. And something to warm up on you. We want to get Ted amped up the way he is pre-show. Only we can't let Tiger no, talk. No, you have to have Tiger Claw. Well, yeah, but we'll work with it. But anyway, I want to talk to Walking Dead because we got uh, Lauren Cohen. And, and you know what? It's big news, guys. Lauren Cohen may be coming back. You know what? Hey, Matt, Lauren might be coming back. They're in the talks. You know what? Her, her show took a big shit and a dump. And you know what? She's back. You know what? She said... Eh, Hold up, middle finger to all of us. Whiskey Saigon or something like that? Whiskey yes, Tango? Yes, Whiskey Saigon Hookers. So how do you guys feel about that? You know, Robert Kirkman all of a sudden ended the Walking Dead comic series. Bam! You know what? 193 is the last episode, guys. This is it. Done. What's going on? I mean, you would think that they were all shooting heroin or something. What is going on in the Walking Dead universe? It's all over the place right now. And you know what? There's fans that are just waiting there, giving the love, giving it time, hoping... What's going on? Are you guys excited about Lauren Cohen coming back, or is it kind of like a, you know what? I, they they should tell you no. Coming back. Yeah, but to, but to hear that they're having meetings now, knowing her show just bombed because it was kind of like peace, guys. You know, I, well, I, I don't thought, know. I felt arrogance there, maybe. I thought the reason she left, and I'm not sure, so don't 100% quote me on this, was because there was some kind of um, Norma says issues with the contract. Kind of con- yep. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, just this for my article. Contract issues. So, she was you know, because it felt abrupt that she left. Did we ever get the indication? I may have missed it, now, you know, now before she, the season began that she was going to be gone. Well, I heard that there was a dispute. But you know what? 
to be Rick Grimes, you got to be Rick Grimes, you know. And and, and to get that kind of money, I, you know, to say I, I don't know. But to be fair, I I when the whole contract dispute was coming up, I think Maggie was a pretty integral part of the show from the very like season two, right? Yeah. And she was leader of one of the. So I think she had a good reason to demand more money. Now, and now she's like now, one Ted of impersonates. Ted impersonates, or no, actually, Ted, he can turn into man Lauren Cohen. But, but what, would, what would Lauren, how do you think she'd beg for a contract? What would she say, Ted? She's oh. British, remember? I'm putting Ted on the spot. No, I don't do British, uh, Lauren Cohen. I do uh, Maggie. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Robert Kirkman, if you let me back on the show, I'll suck your cock. Jesus. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. Is that good? I think well, this would be funny. Better standards than that. If she does come back to the show, I would literally like her first scene to be her crawling back into the kingdom. Just crawling back to the show. I think it would be a good symbology. Well, they said last a, season, though, they thought they were gonna they were working to get her back, and that was for a show canceled. Because they, they, they just sort of said she had a disagreement. And le- I mean, her character had a disagreement with Michonne and left, and that... And I remember distinctly them saying she would not be gone forever. So I don't know. Hmm. I've, n- I've never mm, been a fan of Maggie on there, but but I will be done with the show. Maybe if if you see Maggie come back, and then and then the, the other show, debate person that this on the the cast, Michonne, if they're like, oh my god, Maggie's coming back, I'm gone. And I don't know. Are they are they are You're they, they going to use a sore thumb back. to get rid of a sore thumb? No, I'm not going to quit. Maybe, but no. <laughs> but I bet you that's what's going to happen. They're like, man, I don't get rid of Michonne. Michonne don't want to be on The Walking Dead anymore. Maggie didn't want to be on there. Her show failed. So, Once well, she's begging to be back on now, maybe she'll come back. Maybe Michonne be like, well, Maggie's back, so I'm gone. I bet that's how it happens. Maybe. Because she's I mean, done something, remember? All the scars. It. It sounds what's like all you the scars? It sounds like you don't like Maggie, though. I haven't really. Uh, I like Daryl now, so I don't like nobody else. I never liked Daryl, but now I like Daryl. And nobody else. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she just about, like, you don't like, felt you don't like Negan? By the you don't like the I love, I love Negan. I love all the bad guys. I love all the bad guys all the time. Is that saying something about myself? Do I, no, am I evil? That's how, that's how things are designed when we're a kid. Like, who, was, who always had the coolest Vader. toys? C- Cobra right? or G.I. Joe? It was always Cobra right. always had the best Cobra toys. Commander. The bad guys always had the best toys. It's so true, Ted, that you say that. Autobots sucked. Decepticons ruled. Even we were at the beach recently, and you know what? There was a wall of stickers, and I was like, I want the Decepticon. It just looks so much better than the Autobots. The bad guys always have the cooler shit. But I think, isn't that like good versus evil? Like, good is always so boring, but you know, you want to go do that because that's wrong and it's bad. Yep. How, how are you, Matt, growing up? Right? Did you like bad guys or good guys? Uh, I, was a, I was a good guy. Good guy liker. Because when we were growing up, the bad guys were like cheesy bad guys. They weren't like the nuanced bad guys that started popping up like the last 20 years these are like the dumb bad guys right so <laughs> but it's true though like Skeletor uh, I didn't it, like Skeletor I love I was in love with Skeletor what's the uh how does Cobra Commander talk he's always like Cobra Commander is like Cobra yeah, like all those guys, the same guy, the guy that did Megatron and Starscream. Every and bad guy had the had the high pitch or deep voice. Shredder, Shredder, just that those were villains for me growing up. So no, but Negan is he's uh, he's a great character. He is a good Negan character. scares the crap like, out great, of me. Like and like I don't he thinks he's doing the right thing, and we've had this debate many times. 
Yep. So Norman, you've been going for a while. How do how do you like Negan? We love Negan. We're we're and we're so team Negan. He um Jeffrey D. Morgan plays an incredible Negan, right? Negan literally scares me. You know, like when people have had traumatic because experiences. Because you're so in their attracted lives. to him? No. Um, because he's legit scary. Like, he's so condescending, but so sincere. Uh, really tracks that water. And just, it just, I don't know what it is, but, like, he's really scary. And, you know, like, we've seen in the past, like, in movies and stuff, people who had a really traumatic experience, if they hear a certain sound that kind of brings it back to them, they kind of lose their bladder because it's, like, an emotional <laughs> reaction. Gotta pee. Anytime, like, Le- Negan would bring out Lucille or come near him with that, that whistling, my bladder would keep feeling looser and looser. And I'm like, I'm going to pee on myself because he is I think you have a thing that's different feelings, Norma. Have you been talking about the birds and the bees? I think you're having emotions there. That might be a urinary tract infection, too. So I don't know if that's... <laughs> you know, I got a water hose that squirts. Maybe, he literally gave me anxiety. And I think that's pretty amazing for a person on TV to play such a character that gives me anxiety anytime they come on... on screen and there was a point where i just couldn't see negan anymore because he was stressing me out but see it wasn't like that like amon a-m-o-n amon goeth on schindler's list done that to me i was like this dude's bad and yeah he's one of the worst villains of all time the baddest of all villains of all time was that ray fine yeah man amon and uh you know they claim that guy i mean you know the part that he played it was like 35 36 thousand people died from his finger on a trigger, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of yes, a lot of a lot of killing. But uh, but that's the way I felt with him. But Negan, man, has always just been, you know, Shane Negan. I mean, all those guys. I still love Shane. Go- I hope I have friends like Shane. <laughs> nice. Shoot you in the street while you're running from zombies. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. Technically, him and Otis were not friends. Yeah. <laughs> this I, is true. I would have done the same thing. I had to get the medicine back for the boy. I would have shot Matt in the knee and ran. Wow. Matt, now you know where you stand. Take that, Canada. Nice. Don't shoot the zombie behind me. Shoot me. Yeah, and just just to rub just to rub just to rub it in. It wouldn't just be that he shot you for the he shot you for the medicine. He would shoot you for the medicine, and as you're being eaten, he'd scream, "Go fuck yourself, Canada!" <laughs> and the, the yeah. worst part is, we'd be in a car while he does it, so he'd be clear of the zombies. He'd just shoot me and push me out the driveway, and then and then kick. Yeah. Goodbye, man. It's like he has to. He has to. And and then and then he would. Uh, 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 there was like a joke we had. Uh, I give what it was. It said like he he would. Uh, like shoot my wife in the leg. He, he would fake Matt's yeah. death by basically he would like like deactivate the brakes in his car so he would kill so it so it looked like Matt died but just to add insult to injury he would put a whole bunch of child <laughs> in his trunk too. Oh my gosh! I'm not about just but killing the, the man. I'm about ruining his legacy. His, I'm about destroying his legacy. <laughs> but like me and Ted have said all along, quickly I will, I will quickly go over this. Like me and Ted have always said along. <laughs> Shane stayed there with Rick until oh the military came. He's like, dude, I've done all I could. I don't. I couldn't carry you, man. So I blocked the door and I ran and I went. I took care of your family like you asked me to do, man. I tried to take care of your family. Oh, he took care oh, of his wife. That's not taking care of his family. <laughs> he took care of the wife's uh, loneliness and other needs mm-hmm. until her husband came back. Yeah. I, I think that was pretty manly and nice. I think that was pretty, pretty? good. Oh, Where I come from, we call that being a good you. friend. You're so thoughtful. Yeah. My hero. What? Like, like my aunt. <coughs> this is a true story. Her husband went to Vietnam. 
And 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 they had <laughs> she had kids with this guy, and this guy had such a good friend in Vietnam that he said, if anything ever happens to you, I will take care of your your family and kids. And he got killed, and he come back and left my aunt and went and uh until the day he died was with that woman taking care of their kids. Oh, that must have been hot. Maybe I never saw Wait, pictures left of her. Maybe she wife? was hot. He yeah, left he left his, his wife and his daughter and son. Sorry, buddy. Oh, I don't think that's too noble. <laughs> not to discredit that's your not, family That's kind of whack. But, but what Shane did, <laughs> Shane, what happened in, uh, Shane really took care of the, the family. I just don't know how to shoot. Take care of himself. I, I protected him, that man. That was the worst I stayed example with you, Rick. I stayed, I stayed with Shane. Past, <laughs> I stayed with Rick past this, those flowers dying. This is what happened in the Pearl Harbor, shitty Pearl Harbor movie. When, uh, when uh, Ben Affleck dies... So his best friend Josh Hartnett goes to check in on his girl, played by a young Kate Beckinsale. Hot. And it might come as a shock to you, but Josh Hartnett uh, started to develop some feelings. Of course. Huh. Um, yeah, and then Ben Aff- then he knocked her up, and then Ben Affleck turned out he wasn't dead, and it was a whole mess. Yep, sounds about right. Well, I've never seen it. And well, it's for the best. It's a I'm glad to movie. know because I know it's a really long movie, and I didn't want to sit through it. It's an atrociously bad movie. It's like shocking. It's so bad that it takes like two hours to get to Pearl Har- the Pearl Harbor attack. And the first two hours is just a Ben Affleck love triangle. Mm. And it's so campy that I swear, I, I'm not even kidding. I felt like I was watching the first Hot Shots movie. <laughs> oh, wow. But, but it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be serious, but it feels like a Hot Shots movie. Did she uh, crack an egg or did you crack an egg on her tummy? And uh... that's, oh, it's, it's almost that's like the love scenes are like, it has like the type of love scenes where the girl is like, she is sitting out on the rocks, like Ugh. in this short white skirt blowing in the wind while the waves are crashing, and she's writing letters about Ben Affleck and looking at the sunset, and you go, nobody does Was that this. a Michael Bay movie? Nobody put that. Yeah, this is when he thought he was going to win an Oscar. Because the worst part of Armageddon was that pre-bull crap where there's like out a farmyard in the sunset talking about how they're going to miss each other. Here's an animal cookie walking across the plane. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I've only seen that movie once because I was so Norma emotional as, at the end of it. Mm, Norma, it as a woman, is that a romantic Ben Affleck uh, making animal cookies walk around and shit? It's goofy. Yeah, no. And he's down to earth. You know, you know what was romantic was um, in Benny and June when Johnny uh, Depp does the little Charlie Chaplin moment. That was romantic. Because Johnny Depp's a real man. <laughs> he's a real man. I don't know. Except, except, when he, except for when he's being falsely accused of beating his wife. Right. That's crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, and there was something else I was wanted to talk about. But it, but The Walking Dead, we, we all wanted to get back together. And, and it's just crazy that the comics just abruptly ended. And, and it's like, hopefully nothing's going on behind the scenes where Cartman's like, you know what? I'll end the damn thing. You know what? You own all the money? I'll end it. And he couldn't do that. I got a feeling. They come out with a cast of the third uh, path or the third show from the Walking Dead universe. Uh, they announced it was three kids that's going to be the stars of the new season, and, and I think Fear just started off wrong. I, do you guys think that, that the new Walking Dead that's going to be coming out is? is <laughs> do you think it, do you think it's going to be a hit or miss? Or are people still going to boycott it no matter what? Why would Just you like fear. The show? That sounds dumb. I think people didn't boycott fear. They didn't watch it because it sucked. <laughs> but a lot of people said, "I want to watch fear because it's not Rick Grimes." But a lot of people, no, you, no they you didn't know. watch it because it was a piece of garbage. Literally, no one said that, Shun. I think as not long as you they have guys. A unique premise. I'm talking about social media. People no still refuse to watch it because it's not. Well, they're dumb. The Walking Dead proper. 
That's weird. I think they need a, an entirely new concept, a new location. They need to separate it, because if those children just end up going to a weird place that might be dangerous, and find out it's a dangerous place, and they have to escape, just like every single Walking Dead plot, it's not going to be interesting. they got to find a, a hook to make the series to validate its its, its this, existence. They're gonna, they're gonna add superpowers. They, really they Wonder Woman. What? They, it, it's, they it's need reality. to make it like Goonie, Goonies with in the in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like make it more like adventurous with kids doing adventurous kids. Make it Stranger Things with zombies. That would be a good hook. Yeah. Totally. Right. I think they. I think it needs to have that Spielbergian kind of eighty. Not take place in the eighties, obviously, but kind of have that. That sense of adventure and wonder that Stranger Things and Goonies and Never and all those types of movies had. Stranger Things captures that '80s wonder, yeah. you know, and that's what that show needs to have, like the Monster Squad. Oh, the Monster Squad. Maybe the monsters got it. Yeah. Maybe the zombies got it. Uh, before we get into Stranger Things too, I just saw this on BloodyDisgusting.com. It says Sam Raimi teases return of Evil Dead film franchise. We're working on ideas right now. Exclusive. The bloody disgusting. Well, it won't be with uh, Bruce Campbell. I think he said he's retired the character, so it'll be like a younger actor. Yeah, uh, which I like. I like uh, the Evil Dead that came out a couple years ago. The TV show that was pretty good. No, the movie that came into the, the theater they had all the blood. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. All the rainy, rainy blood. Well, right now I'm right now I'm saying, uh, you know, Billy and Stranger Things. I want him to play any character. I, I just for some reason I just love that actor. Now I I would take him as a new Ash. Sure, why not? Make him the new True. Ash. He could do a good new. As, as long as he's playing like an '80s greaser. Yeah, that '80s greaser at greaser Ash would be. I, 80s I follow him on Ash. Instagram, man. That's Ash. He's like supermodel quality. Oh, dude! Or I, I got a man crush on him. I'm pretty sure I got a man crush on him. I would invite him to my house to play <laughs> it's video games. Those big games blue for sure. eyes and those eyelashes, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd hate uh, that, dude. And also, Ted, dude, I lucked up and I got pit tickets for Slayer. Now, now Slayer's on the, on their. Why do you keep? You keep I don't like. What have I ever said? I like. I'm talking Slayer. about I me. <laughs> I love Slayer. You keep bringing up Slayer to me. Like I don't think I've ever said I like Slayer. What? There's like Motley Crue, Slayer, Metallica. Certain bands, Sla- like, like Slayer's like, like death metal though. Molly Crew's not yeah. death. Molly Slayer's like more 80s punk. They're more like like New York punk out of Los Angeles. Uh, but but they're they're doing the, the they're on their final tour now. It was like forty states, like a hundred countries that they went to. But the last month of Slayer ever is the last leg is in November, and November 2nd is in Asheville, North Carolina, and, and November 3rd wow. is in Raleigh, North Carolina, and, and I looked up and got oh, tickets. Because they've been selling out coliseums, playing multiple dates a lot of times now. So Slayer's never had this much fame ever. So yeah. I think I think they may not be done. But uh, but I'm really happy about this. It's Slayer. It's Phil Anselmo from Pantera doing only Pantera. It's called Phil Anselmo and the Illegals. Promise. In ministry, so I, I'm really stoked about this. And and having pit passes, I'm good at getting close to the stage. So you know, it's uh, I'm really excited about this. I, dude, I, I listened to so much Slayer growing up, and I still do. Mm-hmm. I raised my kids listening to it. You know, South of Heaven, Rain and Blood, Seasons Seasons in the Abyss. You know, n- none of the newer stuff, but I absolutely love some Slayer, man. I thought maybe you did like them, Ted. Sorry about that. South of Heaven, that's a real wholesome title. Sean. It is on and on South of Heaven. You know what's south of heaven? Canada. 
<laughs> we are heaven. I thought, Kevin, yeah. I thought I thought I thought Canada was on the same plane as heaven. Yeah, like we share a lot of territory with heaven. A lot of crossover. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of well, crossover. There's a there's a you share a border with heaven. There's like yeah. a there's tr there's trade. With well, it so might be the North trade. Pole. So Canada so is south of heaven. Policies and some some good trade back and forth for sure. Yep. So guys, once again, Strange. let's let, yeah we're gonna like remember last week we were gonna have a topic and we blew over it because we talked. I think we need to get to Stranger Things because the show's halfway over already. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, that's what we're gonna do. Stranger Things. Let's let's get into it. Go Ted. Um. <laughs> okay. uh, guys, uh, uh, warning: okay. spoilers. Stranger Things season three. Spoilers. Season hey, one. Spoilers. Season two. Season three. We're gonna be talking a little bit of every bit of it. But uh, last week I think I think we've done an excellent job. By not spoiling anything at all, and the one thing that I, that I did want to mention was Ted last week was talking about it, it would be neat, you know, like 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 if like if she had the crush on him and, and he was like the happy go lucky guy that didn't realize you had the power that he had in high school and then was a dud once he got out. It was almost like you saw that episode, Ted, because you described exactly what happened whenever they were laying on the floor. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that was a good scene. I, I know what you're talking about. I want to say one of the. One of the most heartbreaking scenes for me in that whole show, not even kidding, hmm. and not for the reasons you think, is when Robin came out as a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you why. Because fucking Billy, uh, not Billy, uh, Steve, they, they, they did that to troll the fucking audience, and yeah, they yeah. masterfully trolled the audience. Because even I was like, oh, God, no. And yeah. I, it wasn't like, I don't give a shit what her, her gender is. It's that they made... You like care about these two people and want them to be together so much, yeah. mm -hmm. and you thought she loved him for since high school, and he finally he's like he's gonna realize how wonderful she is, and he finally did, and he's spilling his guts to her, and she's like, yeah, I never liked you, I like the girl that looked to you, I'm a lesbian. That was, was awesome. Like, Oh, it's like, I, I I felt like the rug get yanked. Can I offer like, oh my. a different take on that God. though. I thought it, I, first of all, yeah, I, I loved that scene and I loved uh, kind of the, the, the trick they pulled because it wasn't cliche. But I kind of liked how in the in the final episode they're still friends, like they're best friends right. now. And I think this is like the first. It shows like Steve's matured, right? Like he's really good friends with a female, and it doesn't. It's not messing it's him up. Like. He's not like his ego isn't hurt. Like he's matured a little bit. That's what. That's right. how I read yeah, it as that's well. True. Well, they're going to work at the video store together. They're just going to be sidekicks from now on. Yeah. By the the pairings in this season were fantastic. Like the Scoops Troop, the Hopper and uh, What's Her Nuts, uh, the kids. They Joyce. were kind of split up a little bit too. Like and Alexi. But it made it so much better when they came together at the mall, right? When you just see that the whole scene yeah. where Eleven's holding out her hands and the people behind her. They did that scene about five times this season. Or <laughs> she just shows oh, up. Oh, they did it. They did it to the point it got a little tired. <laughs> a little bit. Like, I, like the I, force. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, uh, I've said this many times on the show. Like, and I actually thought this. They show Eleven over the course of this series with her hands out, <laughs> screaming, with blood coming out of her Ooh, nose, so yeah. many times. So many times. The only person that does that more, and you're gonna, maybe you'll predict what I'm gonna say, is Gal Gadot. Yeah. Because <laughs> in, in those three Wonder Woman movies, I mean, I love that character. I love her portrayal of it. But I swear, like watching it, I start to roll my eyes about just <laughs> how many times you see. It's like the directors have no creativity at all or don't or don't know how to don't know how to execute her going into battle because yeah. every time she goes into battle it is a slow motion shot of her leaping through the air raising a sword and screaming yeah in slow motion that's and i swear that happens 25 <laughs> times in those three movies but is it meant to be 80s cheesy 80s maybe right? but 
Eleven screaming with her hands up, just screaming with blood squirting out of her nose is like every five it seconds. Is, it really is. <laughs> and I mean, to me, it's like no one could do anything, and it's all on Eleven. I don't know. Oh yeah, they even say that in the show. They they had a character actually say, um, I can't remember when it was, but it was when like the the monster was coming. Someone actually said, uh, like, what's the plan? He says. Well, the, the monster's going to come, and we're going to stand back while Eleven fights it. But I, th- they actually, somebody actually said something like but that. But I think they did. Which is they true. Did. I think they corrected which is that. Self aware awareness in the whole. But I disagree. Situation. I think they corrected that this season. Every single person had a role to play. Uh, Dustin and his girlfriend found the code that helped them shut down the thing. Hopper yes, and what's her right. nuts and. Um, Murray, they infiltrated the Russian headquarters, but they wouldn't be able to do that if the Scoops troop hadn't gone down there first and mapped it out for them. Uh, uh, What's-his-nuts with the slingshot, distracting the Demigorgon, and and getting the fireworks idea. Oh, uh, Lucas. Lucas, yeah. Lucas Lucas Sinclair. Yeah, Operation Child Endangerment. I liked that. I thought that was a good Operation Child Endangerment. That was great. So I think they did a great job this season of, like, giving everyone, like, a crucial role. And Eleven ran out of battery in the last episode, right? Yes. She yeah. didn't save the day. I think the last thing she did was she, when she threw the car and murdered those. Oh my god! Dudes, cold. That finally was like that was a, she was drained of all her power after that. Like yeah. that's it. I can't. I'm done. That was what, after she ripped the head off. Do you think the power the started draining yeah. when she removed whatever was in her leg? That yeah, that's when the power. Uh, I think so too. But like, and that, I was a little confused by that scene. Is what? Because remember, Billy walked into the store and he found the blood, and the blood was like moving around. So what was it that the thing bit her and maybe like a little piece of it was left in her blood? I think it was so to it started to meta- it yeah. started to like grow in the pool of blood, but also started to grow inside her leg at the same time. I think so. It's possible because it was all one thing. It was all one being. That looked painful, connected. man. That looked oh, yeah. painful yeah. in her leg. Whenever they were messing with it, I, it, it kind of gave me the stit or the straight back on the couch, like. Ugh. I love. I think it was that a little piece of it, like it, she got infected by whatever the you know the the the, the blood, which it looked like a blatant you know ode to the Blob movies, like whatever that slime was, it would go mm-hmm. in people and start to grow. Some of that got in her leg when that thing grabbed her, and it it started to fully like expand in her blood because yeah, the yeah. pool of blood started to turn into a monster as well. Right. I'm I'm really surprised. I thought for sure one of the four would die this season. About halfway through it, I told Freeman, my mommy, and, and the kids, I was like, somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to exit yeah. this series. Well, we'll get uh, to who we think possible. might have died or didn't die. And I've got a good article on who it could be in the in the thing. Uh, what I want to say is, uh, Ted, you reminded me of that scene where, because uh, Jonathan ran over, got a hot knife, and extracted it. Jonathan, this season, turned out to be just the Mary Sue of Stranger Things. Like, whenever he needed a guy to fix something or like a car or perform minor surgery, just Jonathan's like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> perform, mi- perform minor surgery. Like, he, oh yeah, he, he said, uh, he's like, how are we going to turn the car? We don't need the car. Ignition. We just need the wire. Yeah, like, uh, good for you, Jonathan. You know, <laughs> what I really liked about this season was just, obviously, you know, they're, they're fighting the Russians. They're fighting yeah. the monster. But they also have, you know, conflict within each other. You know what I mean? We do see more of the... The teenager, early teenage love circles and dilemmas. And I really enjoyed seeing the story of Max and Ah, Eleven becoming like really close. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just, you know, I don't know. It's not just about the, the sci-fi part to it. So I really enjoyed that. And I also, <coughs> what was the other part I was going to say? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Anyways, I really like that, that they were kind of showing a little bit of, 
normal teenage life in the midst of this yeah, bigger Yeah, the friendship kind of eroding a little bit. They're yes. not going to do Dungeons and Dragons that much anymore. Much to Will's dismay. But and I, I, that hit that hit home to me because, like, I, me and my friends used to play Goldeneye all the time. And then there was a part, there was a time in high school and it's just like, we didn't do it as much. People weren't around. People had girlfriends. But it was harder and harder to get your friends together to do, like, that kind of stupid kid stuff. Mm-hmm. And I felt that for sure. Um, did you so, have a, do you have a little wizard costume? No. <laughs> I really wanted to get into Dungeons and Dragons, but my friends were too cool for me. Uh, I want to do that. We should start our own Dungeons and Dragons. I tried it online. You, you need to be in person for Dungeons and Dragons, I think. That's what I think. I never understood how you even play it. Uh, you just, it's just hardcore roleplay. Uh, to your report number, though, I, I thought it was genius this season. We got th- like four... 80s genres. We got Invasion of the Body Snatchers. We got like a Red Dawn type Russian genre. Uh, we got just like a just a creature flick. And shoot, what was the other one? Terminator. Monster yeah, definitely that yeah, Terminator, Terminator for sure. And just like a Miami Vice thing. But but I, I feel like the Terminator was kind of Drago too. It was like Terminator Drago combined together. Oh, he's just a Russian stereotype, but it was hilarious. It's yeah, like yeah. all those '80s movies of Russian stereotypes. It was great. Yeah, because if you remember growing up. In the '80s, you know, we, we've always talked about it—the Cold War and like the, the film, the the day after, and nuclear bombs and, and USSR and you know the the, the red flag with, with the Russian sickle and the hammer on it, and you know it was like a, a lot of mornings I woke up with Russia on my mind back in the '80s. <laughs> I really, really did, and and there would be times that I'd be going to bed at night before I, I become a man, and I would sit there and think. I hope we don't die tomorrow from the Russians. I remember being terrified from the Russians, and then, like yeah, I said, the, the day after come out. But but you know there was what, like Red Dawn, uh, Rocky Four, Rocky Four. I mean, there was so Ram- much Russia Rambo in our th- pop Rambo culture. Three. Also, Rambo two and three, he killed Russians. He went to Vietnam in two, but for some reason there were a bunch of Russians there. Like, the main villain was a Russian guy. Isn't there, like, a funny Russian movie with, like, Steve Martin or something, too? Oh, oh, Spies Like yeah. Us was yes. Russian. Yes. Right. Yes, Spies Like Us. That, that was the one I was trying to think of that we was talking about earlier today. Because co-workers got on board of Stranger Things. I said, man, you got to watch it. And, and some of them, since last week, have watched all three seasons. And we were kind of talking about the new season at work today. And they were talking about how they just nailed, like, like... Russia and everything 80s, man. How It was yeah. just spot mm-hmm. on. Spot on. Including, like, stores, the way they dress, you know, um, Eleven going on her on her new makeover spree. <laughs> Madonna in the background. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, my goodness. Just wanna I was like, oh, no, it was Material Girl. Yeah. Was it Material Girl? Um, no, I think it was Girls Who Just Want to Have Fun. No, I thought it was Material Girl. Material Girl. Oh, we can argue this Madonna all day long. We could totally argue Because <laughs> girls just want to have fun. Being it's in a material world. I think, I seem to remember that low party living. I'm not sure. Whatever. In a material you know what? I'm sure it's on YouTube, the, uh, the scene. <laughs> By the way, I, I think we all can agree Mike was kind of a, a weird, sure. terrible character this season. What did he expect going to a mall with 325 trying to buy something for L? Like, and he was he was surprised when he went to a high fancy jewelry store that he couldn't buy anything for three twenty. This kid is a an idiot. I'm just gonna say it. He's, he's well, not Ted, a smart Ted, kid. Ted last week made me. I don't even like the actor anymore, Ted. You 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 really Finn threw Wolfhard. Mike at me hard last week. I'm I'm looking at the clips to confirm what song is playing. 
<laughs> well, you know, it's. In, I think he had a, like, like a cocky moment in his life because at the beginning we see him like just completely defying Hopper with keeping the door closed and I, like whispering in Elle's ears. Hopper's trying to have a serious conversation what about, with him. What about the girl from Stranger Things just bashing him this week? I bashed her in probably about 10 tweets talking about... You know, she, she was saying, well, it's just, it's just bad for, for society to have a character like that on a TV show, and it shouldn't be, and he was just a mean said? man. Yeah. Who said that? Who's the blonde from uh, the main girl from West, Westworld, West, West West and she was in Across the Universe, that film that I love. She used to date Marilyn Manson. Evan Rachel so she knows she's, a good, she's a good judge of uh, men. Yeah, but she's always like, she's kind of like the Fiona Apple of today, to where she's like, yeah, I said it. But it tries to be tough. But I went on there and I was like, "You make a show where people literally fuck robots. Yeah. How can you say something well, about and, and the, I mean, this it, this it, show? It, 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 I, it made me mad." Also, Hopper's supposed to be a big '80s clumsy fat asshole, and that's just who he, he plays it perfectly. And I'll tell you what, like, it's not like Joyce Byers is some victim. She she treats him like garbage too. Right. Well, it's it's a very mutual mutual shit show they've got going. And why is it people can smoke weed on TV, but Hopper <laughs> smokes cigarettes, and, and the world loses their mind? It's dumb. Freaking, it's dumb. I mean, it's it's history, right? So in this time, sorry, Matt. In age, no you're allowed to smoke in restaurants. You're allowed to smoke in yeah. um, you know, populated places that are closed. I remember so smoking in theaters in high school. That you know that. The last 20 years is when all this non-smoking started. Man. There was smoking in airplanes in the 80s. <laughs> Here's gross. what I want. I want to go back to the yeah. Evan Rachel Wood thing. Um, so she said, here's uh, her quote. You should never date a guy like the cop from Stranger Things. Extreme jealousy and violent rages are not flattering or sexy like TV would have you believe. That is all. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the shit to stir. I'm going to be the... And there's I, some more after that. Yeah, she said, uh, yes, I'm aware it's just a show, and it's said in the 80s, even though this stuff was unacceptable then, too, but that's exactly my point. It's just a show, and this is a gentle reminder not to fall for this crap in real life. Red flags, glur. I, okay, you guys are going to be all SJW. I, there's a part of me that agrees with it, because I'm watching this, how he treats uh, Will's mom through the thing. I'm like, what is she finding attractive about this dude? He's flying off the handle of every single thing. He's a violent asshole. <laughs> like they, but, but they, they did a number on Hopper's character this season. Like he's not. I found it hard to sympathize with Hopper this season because he was more of a but, unhinged dick. But they and took a I man. kind of agree. Don't date the guy like that. That that's not. But they a, took. They <laughs> took a cop. Yeah. A, a smoking cop that lived yeah. alone. Yeah. And forced him to be a father, husband figure. Right. And he lost his mind. And yeah. I think that well, also, I think that was, was a comedy of it, and verbally abusive to everyone around him. That's not a yeah, good role well, model. That's his character. Like, I love the character, but it's. Not, I think I agree with her quote saying, "But it's like this the, isn't a guy you want to go with, is it?" But it's like the role model saying, "Yeah, I got a shotgun for my daughter's dating days." You know, it, it's just I think it was the cliche comedy of. Yeah, exactly. Of He's not meant to be dad a role model. being a dad. Nah. Well, look, okay, can I, if I can interject, the reason, and uh, Sub, Sub-Z watched the whole trilogy of, sh- of like, in the last week, and the re- one of the things people don't talk about that I haven't seen is one of the reasons he's, like, they said he's, he's so overly protective of his daughter and blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, let's look at his point of view. His first daughter died. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, obviously, he's going to be protective of this one, and now he's protecting this new girl who literally everyone on the planet wants to kill. Yeah. Like, like the like the Russian government wants her dead. The American mm-hmm. government wants her dead. And this show 
in this show, the entire plot of the monster is we're not trying to kill the world. We're just trying to kill you. Your daughter. Yeah. Th- they said you're a pro. So it's like. It's, it makes sense he would be that overly protective of this girl because he literally has soldiers are shooting at her. A interdimensional monster has literally focused its t- taken its attention off world domination to solely focus on killing his daughter. Yeah, because she yeah. is such a problem. No, here's you know here's the thing. I so. no no I I just want to say like I I I love the, I love the character of Hopper this season. I thought he was super entertaining to watch, but part of me agrees with just the fact that. From what I saw, that the interplay between him and Will's mom, I can't see what she finds interesting in it. Like she's a smart lady, would you? But this dude just yells at her all the time. But maybe this is <laughs> this is her vulnerability, right? Because she lost Bob. Yeah. And we see um, her going back to spots when they go back to the old place, and she relives a few moments. Bob's last minute says she witnessed him die. But we also know from season one that Jonathan and Will's dad is not the most fantastic man either. Yeah. So she's, this is her world. I think this is, it's not a great moment, but it, or it's not a great world, but it's almost like somebody he grows up, grows up with like people who are very verbally abusive to each other. It becomes like a normal part of your life. What about Bob, man? By the way, who thought Bob was coming back with that whole magnet stuff? I thought that was like Bob's ghost from the under upside down. Oh man, At wouldn't first. that been awesome? I didn't even think about that, but yeah. I was enjoying every moment of Norma's, seeing the flashbacks. Norma is extremely pro Bob. It's kind I'm of very pro Bob. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to put like a uh, I need to put a, to- a a poll out on Twitter. Who you know, who's the best man for Joyce, Bob Norma, or yeah. Harper? Harper. See, and here and here's the argument though. He's dead. <laughs> It so that's, that's not an argument. So <laughs> you, she, look, I looked. I, I look. I watched a video the other day. They went through all the characters' ages. They literally went through all of them. And some of those kids are older than you'd think. I was shocked. Mm. Lucas and Mad Max are seventeen years old. Mm. Yeah. Did you know that? I was like yeah, yeah, shocked yeah. to hear that. Really? And uh, and Steve Harrington's twenty-seven. But 27. Winona Ryder. Yes. Joyce Joyce I thought he was like twenty. Uh, Joyce Byers is a forty-seven-year-old, still young woman, and Norma here wants her to be an old maid living alone <laughs> because Bob is dead. She's never allowed was, to find love ever again. True love, but she's supposed to just live the next forty, fifty years alone and sad <laughs> because Bob is dead. That's what you yes, want for her? Yes, That's, darn it, yes. But I, I remember her acting annoyed people in season one and season two, but I got to say in season three, her acting is genius and very well done. I agree. I, was, I wasn't even annoyed oh, by yeah. her in season she one. She was very likable. Like that confused, yeah. like, frustration, anger. I, I mean, it, she's truly acting. And, and I, I think she's done a, a fantastic boat. job. But I will say this, Hopper's not dead. I, I want to put that on the table. Boom! No, there it is. is there it is. Okay, I want to segue this conversation to an article. Uh, it's on Uproxx. It's called Not Bets Dead on, Ted. But it's called Bets on Who Is in the Cell. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go through this list quickly, and then we'll, we'll end with Hopper. So who is in that cell? Could it be Doctor Brenner, who is like the main bad from season one? Papa. Just, just let's play with this conversation. Could it be Doctor Brenner? who was the one who got Elle in trouble and, and got her involved in the experiments. Papa, right? That's Papa, right? Pop, Papa, That's yeah. That's Papa. Could it be Elle's biological father, who we've yet to meet? Oh. Because uh, maybe he's got powers and they're keeping her. Could it be Mary... Now, this is my bet. Murray Bauman, the, the conspiracy guy, I think he is in that cell because uh, that would make the most sense. 
or Who's that guy again? Uh, he was Brett Gelman's character. He's just uh, the guy who joined. Um, the bald guy with the glasses who gave him the lecture about just get it over with already. Yeah. He, he, he spoke Russian. The guy who lived in the, the bunker. He's a main character. <laughs> Had okay, a beard I, and sunglasses yeah. or okay. pant, dark glasses. He was best friends with Alexi. <laughs> has no clue who this Alexi? is. Yeah, I can't, my brain. Remember Alexi, okay. the Russian dude? Yes. He was the I one like who was Alexi. like, yeah, the glasses. Yes. The main guy with the beard and the bald head and the glasses who spent the whole show running around with Hopper and Joyce. Oh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I know who but Alexi is. do you know is. who is in the sh- Not the Alexi. Cell? Not Alexi, the, the other guy. Okay, okay, the conspiracy theorist. Yes, Matt. the conspiracy okay. guy. But Matt, do you know yep. who's in the cell? You think it's Jim Hopper. A smoking Hopper. <laughs> I don't think How so. How did he survive? Open this How did he survive that so. blast? Okay. Here's my... Let me he, tell you, he, I think, he was gone. He wasn't even in there. Well, let me... One of the reasons it could be Matthew Modine, because they set that up in season two, because remember, Eleven saw Matthew Modine like he projected himself to her and said he wasn't dead. Didn't he say that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In season two, the the shitty episode no one likes where she went off to Chicago or wherever it was, she saw her dad in a projection, and I think he told her he wasn't dead. But that was also maybe that other girl making that projection. Yeah, but there was a whole thing like maybe he's he's alive. I think that would be a cool twist. I think Hopper's one of the now, most p- famous people of Stranger Things. I think he started off as just a co-character, but, but I think people love Hopper. He's the he's the and I said it in chat earlier in the super secret double chat. Hopper is the Dixon of this universe. I think if they if he's dead for good, I think people. It's like I didn't see one person online that it was even a possibility yeah. that he was dead. I watched a lot of videos. I saw two. No, people. Everybody's talking. People everybody's think- talking about him that he's absolutely the guy in the cells. I, I sure know. hope not. Matt, I'm thinking it's Dr. Brenner, the first doctor that did all these experiments on on these kids. And the reason I think it just, it goes with it. Because what is that, a demigorgon that they show us at the end? Yeah, they're using so him to was, open the thing again because he's got all the exactly, knowledge. Exactly, because he's got the knowledge because he's been working with, you know, these experiment these kids as, as they're, as his, what's what I'm looking for? <laughs> Spit it out, Norma. I'm trying. You're drunk. Um, you showed up drunk again, Norma. You know, these kids are his experiments. They're his, whatever you want to call them. I can't think of this stinking word. Babies? Right Not babies. Test his... test subjects? Yes, thank you. Test subjects. Hmm. See, Matt? What, there's an outside chance. Here's my outside chance. It could be Paul Reiser, that character. He's my second thought. Yeah. He is my second thought. So I don't think it's Hopper. I'm the person that votes... If Hopper, you know, if Daryl dies, we riot. If Hopper's alive, I'm going to riot. I don't know. I just... That's going to be one lonely riot. I'll be with you, Norma. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I see it's like the super 80s thing. They save him at the last second. He jumped into the into the upside down, and he was saved from that blast. But I don't, I don't think it's... <coughs> I don't like that story, but, right? But in season no two, sense. Hopper was in the upside down, and you know what? He, he, he wasn't even whimpering or scared a bit remember he strutted through the upside down like, like he went to the upside down in both season one and two and was like it was badass in it you know like like he would choose to walk down the aisles he was the best scene i think my favorite scene of all the stranger things was season two when him and 11 are on that cage that's like floating and he's blasting all the demodogs while she's floating and screaming <laughs> and ah, yeah. that's such a cool vis- visually awesome scene. that was a great scene that was like a video game you know what I want to say uh, my theory, and I have a theory of what I think season four, what I would like to see season four be. Let's go through what we want season four to be. I'll go first, then we'll go around the room. 
uh, I think why I thought it could be Hopper is obvious because you never saw you never. I know it doesn't make sense, but you never actually saw him disintegrate. You saw those other guys disintegrate. That's true. They never showed him actually mm-hmm. die. That's true. So that's one clue. Um, another clue would be that the whole show. The Russian guy that looked like the Terminator, every time he was on the walkie, he referred to Hopper as the American. That's true. He, That's true. He said, yeah. he, every, I, and I caught that myself, he goes, he's like, the American is at the, th- the park, the American, the American, the American. So at the end they said, the American is in the thing. And that might be a, a throw-off, but I just noticed that that's literally what the Russians referred to him as the whole show. Um, but the fact he didn't die. But I, I thought what would be a cool idea for season uh, four is... Let's just say you find out Hopper is alive. He's in Russia. They find out there's two gates, one in Hawkins, one in Russia. The U.S. government's like, we're not going to go over there for one guy. That's typically what happens. Um, and then and they don't even know where that other gate is. They just know it's in Russia, and they know Hopper is on the other side of it. So they say, well, we're not leaving Hopper over there just to rot away. we got to get him back somehow. So what I want to see is... The kids say we're. This is like a full-blown Goonies adventure. The kids say we're gonna go get Hopper back, and they like put on like hockey gear and build all this crazy Dungeons and Dragons armor. Like and they they're go putting on, a on v formation. Pads. Like ducks. they're putting on like football helmets. You know, like Erica's got her little flashlights on her head, and they really do like finally look like these Dungeons and Dragons characters, but like really shitty armor they built, like <laughs> something little kids would yeah. make. And they say, we have got the only way to find Hopper. We know there's a gateway in Hawkins. We know there's a gateway wherever he is in Russia. They get Eleven to reopen the gate. And the season is the kids going on a Lord of the Rings journey through the Upside Down. Uh, That's actually pretty awesome. To find the other gateway to exit out in Russia and find Hopper and bring him back. That's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. And they're all dressed in like, and it's like Dungeons and Dragons for real. Like they're literally on an adventure through this monster world, and their armor is hilariously bad looking. I think that'd be like awesome. like like yeah. a, aluminum foil and, and duct tape, and they're fighting with hockey sticks with knives on them and shit. And you could do that, and then you could have some of the characters are in the real world, but you have like Steve Harrington, you know, you have like basically Steve, Dustin, Mike, Will. Um, Eleven, Mad Max, and Erica, like the sort of like the core group of kids, and Robin, all go on this journey. Yeah, and then you have, uh, of course, the daughter uh, Natalia, whatever her name is, and Jonathan. They spend the whole show doing a bunch of investigative journalism that no one gives a shit about, as usual. Five votes, and 100% then Hopper. Sorry. So I, I think that's what I want to see. I think that would be so fucking badass. And they also find out, you know, it's like time and space is different. So getting from Hawkins to Russia through the Upside Down is like, you know, it's like 50 miles. It's not like the same as the real 50 world. 50 miles. No, I think that's great. Yeah, you'd have to involve, um, why can't I, Joyce? You'd have to involve Joyce somehow. So maybe she, she follows them or maybe she just takes a plane <laughs> to Russia or something like that. But that would be, that would be neat. I think that's a cool idea. Okay, children, I'll be... I, 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 I want to see the excuse of how they, they get... Well, they'd have to go without, like, Joyce knowing. She's not going to let her kids go. Yeah. But you would have to let them go, and then Eleven shuts the gate behind them so no one else can follow yeah. them. And, like, basically seals them in there. So what do you think is going to unite um, them, though? Is it going to be, like, a Christmas thing where it's, like, everyone's home for Christmas, they're doing some visitations? That's what brings the, the Will Byers family back? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it was like, we gotta get Hopper back in time for Christmas. <laughs> I agree with Ted and everything, except that it's not Hopper they're getting back. 
The, ki- the kids would not go on a journey to save anyone else. We gotta Doc- save Doctor Brenner. Save Murray- <laughs> All right, we gotta go save Murray Norma- Bowman. Everybody. <laughs> Norma has a Hopper's- poll on Twitter. Twenty-three yeah, hours are left. Twenty-three hours are left. It says Stranger Things three. Who is better? Who is a better the better man for Joyce? Bob A. Hopper B. Ted is wrong. Ted is C. wrong. Five votes already for Hopper. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do a poll putting you on blast, Norma. <laughs> Go vote, Ted. Nobody, every, five votes. I already voted. I, already, I saw votes. it. I already voted. <laughs> no, so. but they they would not go in there to save any. They're not going to. Hopper's the only person that matters enough to those kids that they would go go through this to get him back. Oh, okay. So the first episode is Hopper somehow sending a message to Joyce, and Joyce, being Joyce, gets all like obsessed about it, and she finds out, and she tells the kids, and the kids are like, "Let's do our own thing about this." Let's do it. The maybe ra- hot, the radio maybe like, remember will it's a, th- it's a throw- Yeah, it's yeah. a throwback to season one. Yeah, like a throwback to season one. We're like, oh yeah, Dustin starts picking up Russian radio waves talking about Hopper. We've got the American. His- yeah, and then like maybe Hopper. Remember how uh, Will called his mom on the phone and it was all staticky in season one. She gets a call from Hopper. She's like Hopper, and then the phone explodes just like in season <laughs> yes. one. Ah, uh, can't come soon enough. D- when are they gonna film it? It's gonna be another two years before we get another seasons things. Seasons things. They can't. They That's can't. Heard next fucking, like I told you. Yeah, they gotta be fast. Luke- Lucas is already Christmas. seven. Lu- next Christmas? Lucas Sweet. is turning eighteen soon. Lucas is already eighteen almost. So he doesn't look. He does not look it. No, but he well, is. black don't well, crack. One thing that I liked about the true. show was was we got an aerial view of the entire story through different paths of the characters on the show. Like uh, you know, Hopper and him, they're like, you know, we got Russians in a house. Then you got the kid, you know, the kids yeah. in the malls. You know, like we're in a Russian headquarters underground and. It was like they were piecing together the story well, and then you know uh, the sister and uh, her boyfriend w- was doing the investigation of going around, you know, the woman eating the fertilizer and and, and all that. But but I liked how they told the story through the eyes of different characters, and then like you said, they all meet together, and it it, it was like full circle for everybody, and uh, you know everybody had a piece to the puzzle or whatever. But I really it, like how yeah, they've done that. It is that was really cool. It is funny though how like. The only people who are involved in any way with this whole thing going on are the exact same characters from like season two. No, yeah. no one else. No one else in the whole town knows. It. Like, what's interesting to me, you forget about. Yeah. Like, Miss Wheeler has no clue any of this has ever gone on. Yeah, that's true. You know, because they, they all signed a con- the government made them sign a non-disclosure agreement. So, like, only like this handful of twelve people know that there's monsters in the town. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things we didn't touch on. Um, I know that you know in the chat. Uh, on Discord, we have a chat for Stranger Things 3 where, you know, everything could be spoiled because for everybody who's already seen it. But there is a conversation as to why if this town is so small, do they have a mega mole all of a sudden? But I want to touch a little bit on that because in the 80s, it was all about the mall. Everybody always wanted to go to the mall. And where I grew up, there was a minimum of five malls within a uh, 15-mile radius. <laughs> I could count. The, yeah, we had we, malls I love the mall back then. And we would take, yeah. right, and we would take turns what mall we were going to meet and what we were going to do there. Yeah. And it wasn't even like buying stuff. We would just cruise the mall yeah. and stop. Cru- at, cruise yeah. the mall. Well, look at this. What decade did this girl walk out of? <laughs> That's what yeah. we would but do. But we used to we go cruising and then go to the mall. But I remember before I had my license, my mom would drop me and my cousin and my buddy John off at the mall and uh you know she she would give us you know five or six bucks that we, we could eat but uh you know and, and it for us it wasn't they had an arcade and we would go to the arcade yeah, but it, the was, arcade. it was just about being at the mall and, and looping and looping and looping and circling and walking and 
just being there. Find. Yes, I, I love that. Out. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what the mall was for. It wasn't for shopping. We would go just to see who was there, well, who wasn't there. In the context of Stranger Things, though, didn't they say the mall was there because the Russians built it as a cover for their operation? Yeah, that, they, they dumped a load of money on the mayor and said, we're building a mall to cover up our operations. And the mall was just meant to hide their whole underground base, their base. basically. Yeah. And, and but the that, thing is, that, that's how malls were where we were at. You know, there was a small hit, town, but we They hid underground those. Russian bases? That's crazy. They're probably less. But all the 80s... Better. <laughs> but a lot of the, the 80s culture, with the whole Cold War and stuff, the thing that put fear into me was like, you know, they always said you never know where nuclear bombs are. The Russians could have them in silos on a farm that nobody knows about. Or, <laughs> and, and the way that, that the stuff was described to me... The way the Russians were was like having underground bases the way that it was in Stranger Things 3. It, it was just like they 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 hopped into my brain, or, or everybody's brain, because everybody went through this. But it, it, they nailed so much, so perfect, more and more each season with Stranger Things. But season 3, I really liked it. Like I said, I liked season 1. I love season one. I love season two. But after seeing season three, I was like, you know, maybe I didn't like season two as much as I, I thought. But season three for me, mm-hmm. I can't find anything wrong with it. What, what yeah. was what was wrong, Ted? What was My only wrong with I thought season they three? Stre- I, I, the only this is a very minor nitpick. They're I thought Matt they could have stretched out the mi- oh, I thought <laughs> I they could have stretched Thanks. out the Miss <laughs> the Miss Wheeler Billy story. I would like to see yeah. that go on a couple of episodes. Like he gets possessed, and then they still meet up, and she's like, he's like acting crazy, and then they go out again, and he's like getting nuttier, and because it was just like that was just done at the end of the first episode. I thought they could have had an ongoing kind of funny plot with Miss Wheeler still like following Billy around, but he's getting gradually like 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 Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. He's like becoming weirder and weirder and crazier, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah." But growing up, how many of you guys wanted to be Billy with with somebody's mom or, or an older woman, a, <laughs> oh, a teacher, I to be Billy. <laughs> a teacher at school? But I, I remember being in school. I mean, I've always had a thing for older women, but but whenever I was no, Billy's, really? whenever I was younger, it was just like, man, what I would do to, to like a fifty year old or, or something. And uh, here I am, 44 now, you know, approaching... Uh, well, you know, you're the exact same age as the actress that plays Mrs. Wheeler. I saw that the other day. Really? Yeah. There you go. It's all it's Maybe all yours, I buddy. need to get a young gal. Dude, I, th- I think Miss Wheeler's the best-looking girl in that show. Actually, yeah, I guess Robin is, but Miss Wheeler is, is very Yeah, the attractive. sister, she is like a porcelain doll. I don't, I don't there, like her. She's, she's too... Yeah. She was hotter I mean, she's, this she's, she's, Na- she's weird, skinny, uh, her neck. Nancy. Nancy. Her hair, Nancy, yeah, she's very tiny. But there's something like, weird about her. Like, like either she's super tiny, her waist is too small. There, there's something weird about her, but she's perfect looking. They tweaked her this uh, season. She's, she's more likable this season. She's more like a yes. adventury kind of uh, willing to jump in the action type person. But remember, that they were talking about it on radio today <laughs> on uh, the local morning radio show, and they were like, "Did you let your kids watch it?" And they're like, "No, Nancy put out." In that scene in season one, oh, <laughs> I was God. like, "Yeah." But uh, how t- how toxic was that? Was that room of editors at the journalist newspaper headquarters? <laughs> that was hilarious. Look at that. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, now terrible. if you want to see a, you want to see some toxic white men. Look at this fucking room. I'm thinking, <laughs> why did that shit. actress like think about them? Right. Right. I think um, as, I think as they were they were sort of hoppers built up as a hero and those guys were just straight up built up as scumbags. Yeah, there was right. nothing redeeming about them. They were just stereotypical. 
like horrible 80s men. I think that was like the description. I do. Oh, yeah. I did think I wanted to see them get their comeuppance more because they they just sort of turn around and Jake Busey's walking around possessed. You never saw the process. Yeah. Like I wanted to see the look on his face, like the rationale of, oh my God, Nancy was right the whole time. And then he gets killed. Yeah. Or gets possessed. I've never been never a fan. Re- Gary you Busey's never saw, all- like, it- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say you never saw the comeuppance of him like like the whole thing blowing up in his face. Like there should have been one scene of him like at the office and a bunch of like radioactive rats run in and he goes, huh? And then one of them like jumps down his throat and he's like, oh my god, she was wrong. You know, <laughs> I regret yeah. my whole and life. It's, and his last th- his his last thought as a human is that how he had how he had like laughed and made fun of her talking about those rats. Yeah. Right, right. But, th- but I have a list okay. of, of celebs, that, of people that I just don't like and they annoy me. One is D. Snyder. Busey is another one. <laughs> I, I just don't care. I, I'm just not a D. fan Snyder. of, of, of Jake Busey. D. Snyder? Do you guys have a list of people like that? Just where you're like, you know what? I don't like them and they, they just uh, bother me. Yeah, there are a couple. Like, D. Snyder's arrogance all the time. You know, you were a two-hit wonder, and, and you, you know what? Why, why are you leading all these documentaries on rock and roll? It should be Bon Jovi or Poison or somebody that was really big. big. That's probably D. Snyder's just over-arrogant about D, everything D. Every, every time it. I see him. Have you ever seen him in a con, Ted? I know he does uh, a lot of no. con stuff. D. D. Snyder, no. Oh, Twisted no, like Sister. I saw Marilyn Manson in person once, and he looked just as horrifying in real life. I got a video of me sitting on his bus and him signing my shirt. And he was wanting my shirt because it had an inverted cross on the back and said, condemn my soul. And I didn't have a shirt to put on. And and he was like, man, I really want this shirt. And he tried to talk me out of my shirt. And I was like, I was like. Who's this, D? Mar- or, um, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson didn't have a shirt to trade, so you have to walk around shirtless all day? Yep. Hey, funny story. <laughs> we we went to a concert with my mother one time. It was this band called the Kentucky Headhunters. And uh, they had that song, Dumas Walker. You probably heard of them, Ted, in, being in Georgia. They had the drummer that had the long sideburns. Uh, but but we went to see them in concert, and, and we were close to the stage, and the guitar player kind of stuck his foot out and pointed it at Freeman Mommy, and the next thing you know, a guy handed her a pass. And I was like, wow, you just got backstage passes. So I was like, we only have one, but I'm going to go back there with you. And she's like, all right, let's go. So we went back there, and it was like 20 women and me. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, wanted, to bone. On the he wanted to bone Angie. That wasn't a backstage yeah, pass. Yeah, So, so she, she got the ticket to be boned by the Kentucky be boned. You got your ticket to be boned. Do you guys remember Kentucky Headhunters? No one remembers Kentucky yeah. Headhunters. Let's all go down to do, Miss Walker. Anyways, back to uh, Stranger Things. What about the... Uh, sorry. I'm glad, I'm glad Angie almost got boned. You remember that song? Hold on. They wanted to bone my wife. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But I went back there. I was happy. I was was on an autograph. (laughs) It was all the women. I I was like, this is the put out line. I need to get out. Oh, dear. Sorry. So Matt, can we talk how amazing the uh, like the CGI was in this? Like the the monster oh, yeah. work is just fantastic. It was especially like it, it, the whole scene in the um, the, the rats, shopping mall, like the finale was just that was movie quality cinematography, like CGI. It was amazing. 
so impressed. And and the thing that gets me whenever I we, we were talking about that, Matt, even like whenever the rats were, were melting and uh, becoming yeah. the enigma or, or whatever they were, uh, and like whenever whenever Eleven walked in and, and the beast was in there and Eleven started slinging it side to side and up and down and kind of threw yeah. it out the window. Yeah, the yeah. Thing, the great. thing that we were talking about here, I was like, you know, you get somebody that's doing effects like this. And we don't even know who's doing these effects. Why is Greg Nicotero, and he does good, and I don't want to put him down or anything, but why is he the front page on everything for everything that he does? I want to give the guy praise that they they done the special effects for Stranger Things. That guy should be getting mad props also because they were real good, Matt. You were right, man. It was uh, beyond movie quality for TV. Yeah, that monster looked like... It, it existed in the world, which is hard to do with CGI and hard to do with that monster, which is just basically a bunch of goo and different parts, different things. Oh, and the, and the mall with all the neon too. There's one shot where it like drops to the ceiling yeah. with all the neon. And I was like, that's the best looking shot I've ever seen at anything. The best shot. <laughs> There's the, yeah. Sorry. Go on. Uh, the, the, the one shot I thought was stunning. That was a subtle shot was where it literally shows like the, the treetops in the woods. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. all those fireworks going off. Yeah. And it pans down to Hopper's cabin. And I was like, that is a that looks like E.T. or some shit. That's an amazing shot. My favorite shot, and Mariana said this too, we had to pause it. Is it's a blink if you missed it. It's like it's in the mall, Billy's just about to hit L, and the monsters behind them, the fireworks are going off. I'm like, that is like a Stranger Things poster. It looked amazing. I wish I could find it. Uh maybe I will. It'd be good. You know, a lot of people saw my man, it took it a while to get started. I didn't mind at all. No. Nope. I enjoyed yeah. every moment every moment. It, it was like it was like a good, it was a natural high good mood the entire time. Like I said, you know, we watched the first five episodes. Uh, then we paused and then watched the last three, I think, which all four of us done uh, watching this season. But it was like, you know, we made the popcorn and, and we went to Taco Bell and got the tacos. And it, and it was just everybody was on board with Stranger Things in, in, in Freeman Kingdom. All five of us was just like, you know. We're ready for this, and and we were bright eyed and, and on the edge of our seat and excited, and, and you know, we would one that was coming on. You know, we would always say the name of the episode and kind of discuss it, and it was uh, I, I really, 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 really enjoyed season three. I'm I think it was perfect. I don't know. Oh, there's yeah. nothing bad. Anything. I, I I cannot complain at all about about this this uh, TV show season three. Yeah. They did the best one so far. I think so. I think season three. They did the amazing thing of making a third season the best one so far, and that's yeah, it's like it's like the that. John Wick trilogy. It's like everybody <laughs> saw the third one. It's like holy shit, it's the best one. Yeah, it's 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 unheard of. So so we were talking earlier. Oh, by the way, I got an update real quick. Uh, when when uh, Elle went on her shopping spree, the song playing uh, was in fact "Material Girl" by Madonna. <laughs> material Girl. Phew. Yeah. All right. So that's we you take that load off. We can, off, uh, we can put that one to bed. <laughs> that came off the that came off the zombie cast ticker. It really it really didn't matter in my book, but I, I think I so, said material girl. I'm gonna find yes. a screenshot of what I'm talking the about because being and a material. Time. So can I tell you what my favorite part is? In please. please. Yes, please. I have to say yes. My favorite part. Yes. So my favorite part is when. Um, Dustin finally gets a hold of Susie, right? He finally contacts her. Yes, we need to Susie Poo. Dustin bothered me in this one. That's what bothered me. Let let her get through her favorite part. Let her get through her favorite part. So, you know, he knows. I know somebody who knows the code or the answer to this, and we can figure out the code, blah, blah, blah. And then 
you know, before she gives Dustin the coat, she's like, do it. He's like, no, not right now. This is not the night. He's like, just do it. You promise me. Let's do it. And they start singing together. And uh, uh, Norma, I think the exact thing she said was, I want to hear it, Dusty Bun. Dusty Bun. Dusty oh, Bun. the never ending story. Turn yes. around. And, the, yes. and you know what? They have, there is the never ending challenge. Awesome. That uh, Mila Bobby Brown, she did on Instagram, and she done this challenge, and they have released the Stranger Things version yeah. of Never Ending Story on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. So, Chloe telling Alexa, play Never Ending Story, Stranger Things, has been said at least 15,000 times today. Of course, yeah. That's so funny, because I was looking over and over. Fly a fantasy. Oh, now even oh, though we can argue that uh, her making Dustin sing that song caused the death of Billy and allegedly <laughs> yeah. yes. the delay, <laughs> which which is everybody sort of came to that revelation. I didn't. I thought it was amazing, and it is amazing. It, it was a really good scene. And when he first said "Turn around," I was like, "What song is it?" I was like, "What is this?" I, I was thinking like, "Turn around every now and then, then I get a little piece." Oh, That's no. what I thought it was. I knew it the moment, the moment that they started singing the first couple words. I'm like, "No way, no and way." That, that little girl was so into it. She was like pumping her fist while singing it but then uh, the, the dark truth came in a couple days later where people go wait a minute he very clearly said to her this is a matter of life and death and she still didn't give him the code and yeah. then that delayed everybody about five minutes and if they'd given him the code uh, Hopper and them would have been in the room they would have shut off the machine before the Russians got there Billy would have dropped and been depossessed or whatever the hell would have happened before he got to 11 She that little girl caused uh, two deaths on the show did we go back yeah, and look at that, though? Because I think there was another scene or they were past a certain part. Listen well, either way with Hopper, Hopper and Joyce... Not right now. Hopper yes, and Joyce would have been out of there. Dusty Bun. This is Spotify. Yep. I was just playing it. Turn around. Look at what you see. Yeah. He was on Broadway became, before he became known on... Uh, Chloe has listened to this so much. But you know what? Kids, Chloe is 10. I'm 44. You guys are your age. You guys Thanks. are your age. I work. I work with people that is past retirement age that, that is still working, that have watched it. Everybody is on board with Stranger Things, I mean it, it. I don't think it can do no wrong. Everybody is on board with this, no matter what age I you loved, are. The 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 pop culture, the song, the everything. Yeah, you know, we went to we went to the beach yesterday uh, to drop Lennon off uh, with uh, the bushes uh, that I always talk about, and all the way there and all the way back, I heard never an story. I mean, I, I could add. Has word for word, everything about that. Do kids even know what that movie is? Or do they but, just know but, the song? Well, I remember. I remember the day going to see Never Ending Story. I, I remember yeah. looking in the paper, at the timeline. Uh, but I, I remember going to see it. I, then we come home, and I, I rode bikes with my sister over to the trailer park, which was down the street. And I was telling the kids about Never Ending Story, and we went to see it again that night with friends. We went to see it the morning, yeah. and then went back that night. I saw it twice the first day. And and it was so good, you know. Sebastian, and, say and the that name. movie's so good right now. But there's movies like that, Labyrinth, 
the Dark Crystal. And the, the one that's always forgotten is Legend with Tom Cruise and, you know, the oh, Lord yeah, of Darkness and all that. That was a falls? creepy one, though. That was a weird, yeah, creepy but movie. That was, not, that was no kid. Yeah. Tim Curry. Weird movie. Tim Curry doing, you know, he was Pennywise and the Lord of Darkness and the Transvestite. Well, and didn't, Tim Curry's uh, the Never man. Story came out in 80, Never Ending Story came out in 84, which would have been like the summer before this show took place. So the timing is right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I loved uh, the Back to the Future man. stuff. That's the year. Yeah. I loved the Back to the Future stuff because I loved after the when they were out drinking out of the water fountain and they're trying to figure out what was happening in that movie because they just walked into the middle of it and they were both drugged. And she's like, I think that woman was trying to bone her son. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? It's like she, He was from the future and they're trying to That's figure right. out what the hell was happening. Yeah. And when yes. they're drugged the and watching the movie. Yeah. Because they were drugged and, and, and they walked I, I in, like, in the that. middle of it too. <laughs> I laughed and I rewound that, and uh, they were like, "Why did yeah. you do that, Dad?" And I was like, "Listen to it again." And then Freeman Mommy lost it. I mean, but because I, I mean, dude, it caught, it hit me in the gut, man. And I, I literally laughed out loud about that. Dude trying to bone his own mother. <laughs> Matt, that image is awesome, man. Yeah, I wish that Tiger, was wallpaper. I put an image. Tiger, that, put, the, that, yeah. put that in chat if you can. I put it in chat, didn't I? Oh, uh, yeah, in, uh, you, know, in the you chat never chat. get in the all games yeah. chat. Okay. Yeah. It's just me and Norma and, and all the chatters. We're in there for you guys. We're trying to get to number one. <laughs> Norma, congratulations on your very attractive uh, new profile picture there, by the way. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> that was just. Uh, I just like, caught oh, that. that. I was like, oh, it's new good. new picture. Good, 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 good job on good that. Good job, being hot. There you go. Thanks. We're at so, on Skype. Yeah, I think it's the same one on her Twitter. Yeah, it's the same one on my Twitter. Oh, yeah. Now I'm not being toxic. I'm just giving you a compliment, a compliment. and saying it's a very attractive photograph. Yeah, you can smile more often you, though. If you, do you yeah, you I can smile. Yeah, I hate smiling. You look better if you smile, Norma. That's what they say, but yeah, I hate smiling. <laughs> Maybe put on a little makeup. You got to pretty yourself up, don't you? Know what's your problem? Well, it's just you know, the reality of the business, Norma. Why don't you fluff your hair up a little bit? What's your problem? <laughs> uh, but no, Sean. I think everyone, uh, everyone's on board. I haven't heard one bad thing about Stranger Things. And believe me, the internet is really eager to shit on stuff which is surprising no yeah right (laughs) so i'm surprised that reaction to stranger things 3 is so universally great because any small thing would have been it could have been a game of thrones final season type debacle but no they knocked it out of the park because of all because of all things stranger things is being praised right and i can kind of understand now, now hear me out i can kind of understand where people are coming from by saying beyonce has changed a legend story. And and by Beyonce playing a character, the character has a lot more to do with the story, which is reason people are not liking The Lion King. What are we... T- well, I heard that's because it's literally a pointless shot-for-shot remake, like Psycho. But people are mad beca- like- because Beyonce's character, the girl lion, what's her name? I can't oh, think of it. Oh, yeah. It's her nuts. Is she's more involved, and people are saying, "Well, it's because Beyonce's the voice of it, and you know she should not have." My understanding that they threw the, the the female lion in way more than what she should be. They done it shot for shot, but then because of Beyonce is this character, they add all this other stuff, which I can kind of understand. You know, why just because you're Beyonce, sit down. Yeah. But uh, I'm really excited. I am very, very excited for the Lion King. Man, that that's a movie. That me and Freeman and Mommy saw and before we had kids. It was a movie we mm-hmm. bonded on without kids. We went to the theater to see it with friends. I remember uh, 
my friend uh, John, his girlfriend Sonia, her father had died from Agent Orange. And when the father died, Mufasa, it was uh, it was a very oh, man, dark moment in the theater uh, with her thinking about her dad and stuff. But but The Lion King w- was the movie that uh, back whenever two televisions were still out, and they come out with the big giant 35-inch. Do you remember that? The RCAs. And uh, my, I remember my mom went out and bought Lion King so we could watch it on. And it, you know, if you look at them TVs now, they're so ghetto and blurry. But uh, we went out and bought the the VHS or DVD, whatever it was back then, for uh, the Lion King. But the Lion King has always been for 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 parents to kids. Cars is it with with my kids, but but the Lion King is something to do with me and Freeman mommy. The, the, something we've always bonded over, and you know the Mufasa, and just I, I'm really excited about the Lion King. Are, are you guys gonna go see it next weekend? Yeah, I think Marianne is gonna take uh, Xander to it. I want to see it, but. Um... Well, we'll definitely see it at some point. Scar. Yeah, I'll wait until. Um, Do you think uh, uh, Disney's rushing these remakes out like way too fast that they're oversaturating? I'm excited. Like so. You can't even you can't even turn around when it's like now here's the Mulan trailer, see, now Ted. Little Mermaid casting news, now here's this, now here's this. It's like constant. Ted's doing this on purpose. He's like every now and then he's like turn around, turn, turn around. around. Oh. Every now and then I take a piece of my. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think about what do you think what do you guys think about last topic what do you guys think about the uh, uh charging into area 51 great idea you know what? I, I think it's I, hilarious I hope it's done i hope they do it but i, I who's going to get first shot it's a military installation it's dumb but do you that do doesn't make you saying it's like but the, the i don't get this it's it's a it's a top secret now, like military base and they've said there are i'm like i know it's funny it's they a joke, shoot but there are people that are really going to do it now, 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 here's my question about this. Would they literally shoot people streaming live videos for this? Two, I've always heard rumor. The rumor is that there's an alien there. I've also heard another rumor that's there is the moon landing film sites. They yes. will shoot people to keep those secret, yes. So yes. what if they went in there, and, and, you know, and the thing that sucks about it is whatever's in there is being changed right now. Yeah, they, they gave too much of a warning about this. I don't think they would ever well, get in. Well, they're not but getting what, in what, to begin with. But what if they went in and, and there was an alien? But why would they keep an alien? Why, why would they not let people know? I don't understand. Everybody, I, don't, I don't see now. Their mind. But I don't because everybody would go. Mind. Everybody would go crazy and start burning cities down if they found out there was an alien. Which yeah, would be, which which Change, would be how everybody thinks. I, an alien would be the biggest impact. But what would be the biggest? Social media impact. If, if they went in there and it was the sound stages for the moon landings or something like that. But, but like Freeman Mommy said, why would they still have it there? They could disintegrate the moon Just landing. Just tear it down. Yeah, why even? They're not going to keep the They could disintegrate that movie set and, and, and take it out truck by truck. Probably piece by take piece cool and, selfies. And, and like all the employees would be like, that's the moon landing set. Take a selfie. I would totally do that. Well, uh, here's the thing. I'm going to guess that's, a, that's like one of the most top secret military bases if it's even there. That's gonna have like these. Gi- I imagine it'll have like giant metal shields that cover, come down and cover all the doors and shit. Yeah, like they're not. They, they can probably probably like these things can withstand missiles. You could fire a bazooka at this. They're not getting Dude, in there. It's a bunch of podcasters. It's a bunch of like man children podcasters. They're gonna show up. They're all gonna be they're, supposedly they're, now. They're, they're gonna be immediately tear gas yeah. the second they go over oh, yeah. the fence. What is the date of this? September twentieth. 
But I'm saying the, the, the U.S. You hear the U.S. Air Force today <laughs> literally said, "Do not do this," and they says, "And we're saying it for your safety." And they basically implied people will die. Yeah, we will shoot. We this. have we are mandated to protect this guy. First of all, there is an installation there. There's gonna be there. nothing it's there. If there's an alien, it's gonna be gone. They're gonna. They're not. Gonna, they're be not gonna else. get inside. Yeah, not, no one's getting in that. It's not place. like there's a lobby <laughs> and an alien greeter. Like if there is an alien, it's fifty. It's fifty <laughs> elevators down in his top yeah. secret bunker. <laughs> you're know, gonna man. get. To, you're gonna get to the front door. It's gonna be in a big floating like pod right in the front. <laughs> Welcome. Lobby. Like, you right made it. Now, now whenever by Daniel Van Boom and you know the person who's coordinating this says here's the plan right we will all meet up at area 51 alien center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry if one million people run, are going to meet up there we can move faster than their bullets let's see no, them you... aliens can you imagine okay let's now, just take a chance that i won't get hit with a bullet because joe schmo will because i'm gonna run faster now whenever i was in the eighth grade my my family owns the company where i live at thomasville is beside of us and my family owns, somebody in my family owns the company that delivers all the Thomas buses all over the United States. So they would drive them to California, Arizona. Thomas buses is from Thomasville, North Carolina. And my, my uncle asked me, that owned the company that, that delivered all the buses, when I was in the eighth grade, he said, you know what? We're going to Arizona to deliver some buses. Why don't you go with us, Sean, on this trip? And we go through the desert and down by New Orleans through Texas. Uh, you see where Kennedy got shot and all that, but we went through Roswell, and, and, and you know it was crazy how that city really is based on aliens and stuff. Everything is related to aliens one way or another. So I've been very, very close, and, and I really didn't know Area 51 back then, whatever. I really wish that we would have done the five or ten mile track to actually see the gates to Area 51, because mm -hmm. you know that that's that's a big hot photo spot mm -hmm. is to get pictures with the signs that says you will be shot. There are Instantly. literally signs. I've seen them. There's photos. There are signs on the fence that say, you will be shot if you climb this fence. Did you guys never watch Roswell? Am I too old? Oh, I remember that dumb show. <laughs> Sorry. I love that show. That's where um, What's-Her-Face got her big break. We are literally... like crazy. Now, now think about no. this. What's her name? We have telescopes here, and I love astronomy, but the thing that amazes me about astronomy is, is every star that you see... But five, five stars are planets. You can see five stars with the naked eye. Every star you see is another sun, which is yeah, millions of light years away. Now, you take, you take one light year, right? And light travels at 187,000 miles per second for one second. Like, it would circle the Earth 17 times in one second. Holy shit, is this, is this Susie Poo we're talking to? Who the fuck is now, this? Now, now listen, now you, now you think about this. 186,000 miles per second, how fast that light travels in one year. And a lot of these suns are literally 1,000 light years away. I mean, it, it, we're just a speck. There has to be other life out there. It would be oh, yeah. amazing to find out that there was an alien or something. But why? I don't understand why now... It would still be kept a secret. Blows my mind. Why does the government just treat I don't believe, it with knowing? Because we would lose our mind. Here's the thing. I don't believe what there's aliens do? or anything like that. Do. do you think Trump would be able to keep that secret? That's what I'm saying. Do you think Trump would be able to keep... Maybe they, maybe they didn't tell him. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't, I don't think presidents know everything. Just like they or, claim the Catholic Church. You well, know, some it, people claim the Catholic Church has the bones of Jesus Christ hidden somewhere. What oh, if people it, found that? 
in Independence Day, Bill Pullman didn't know about the aliens, and they yeah. said they don't tell the presidents. And I, I take Independence Day to the bank. That's true. That, no, that's yeah, that's gospel. Too. Yeah, Independence Day. It's based on real <laughs> events. <laughs> but but I think that would be true, Ted. I, I, I bet, I bet they don't know everything. I bet some oh. things are just top secret. Period. Those who know know, and those who who tell die. What's your connection what to the movie? It, it, it would, it My would connection be to know. I think I think if people found out there was an alien, if 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 people found out there was an alien, people would just because for the shit of it, because they do this over every fucking thing, they would start burning down stores and. Let's have our own podcast in the background. Right? Yeah. Let's just do that. So my connection to Independence Day. Are you ready? Yeah. So So we have an Area Fifty One map. Xander. Xander. Why am I calling Xander? Yeah, because he always interrupts. Let Norma talk. We're doing it on purpose. Go, Norma. I know. I know. So the guy, I can't remember the actor's name. He's famous, but he plays Jeff Goldblum's dad. Judd Hirsch. Right. Thank you. He, we're actually related to him. He is my husband's um, like second uh, uncle. Or no, his grandfather is second cousins with him. Uh, well, he, he was amazing in Ordinary People. That's one of my favorite My mom movies. is an Ordinary People. Really? She is, really? Yeah, she's an extra in Ordinary People. Ordinary so People cool. is one of the greatest movies like ever. <laughs> that I don't just like horror movies. Ordinary People is like a human drama. It is so friggin' amazing. It won the Best Picture Oscar in '81. I know my mom went to the red carpet. No, she didn't. No, they didn't invite her. <laughs> that is that's that cool, is uh, what, that's fun. That's one of those human misery movies hmm. where it's like everybody's just sad the whole movie. I love so those. I honestly think that if there's an alien and they tell Trump the reason why he hasn't told anybody because they have threatened probably threatened him to the teeth. If you say something, we'll shoot you on. Yeah, but I'm right talking on. about like at one of his rallies. We'll shoot you. There's no way that's if it. he knew about aliens, there's no way he wouldn't let it slip. But We're the greatest country. Why. We have aliens. <laughs> he probably <laughs> would threaten him if you do it. We will we will shoot you. Well, on the I know. I, I heard a joke. I heard a joke earlier. The the reason that they're not going to find any aliens when they go in Area Fifty One is because Trump sent them all back two years ago. Yeah. But anyway, that's going to be fun. And uh, the, if anything comes out of Area Fifty One, the good thing is. But I, I will say, if they come on just straight up say, if you cross this fence, you're going to be shot, and a bunch of people jump the fence, I don't know what they do about it. Would but they? Would, it, would they? Because you know it's gonna be people live streaming left and right. Yeah. Uh, either way, I know that the stupid people will uh, get a pass, and everybody will blame the government, even though the stupid people had like two months of warnings not to do this, and they'll do it anyway. Now, and then they'll get tear gassed or blown up or something, and then everybody will blame won't blame them for being stupid. I don't. I, honestly, it, it, that could be the downfall of America if people were, were just shredded live on social media by the United States government. For crossing the line, man, I, I think I don't think I don't think they will shoot. No, the, they're just gonna barricade it with tanks around it and seal off with the big metal things, and they're gonna put up like barricades, and they're just gonna wait them out till they all get bored and go home. Yeah. What if they start doing that? You know, you start seeing supply of tanks, and 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 they're using our, our taxpayer money. What, I'm not what, saying that, using that, tanks. What, what I'm saying, would that make you mad if all of a sudden you saw? That they were they were paying all these military people there and all these tanks and this and that and that and that and that. I, I think that it's just bulletproof of getting in anyway. I think that I don't they think don't they're they're tanks. not taking the tanks. They're not taking the tanks there to shoot at people. They're basically forming like a like a giant barricade to make it harder to get you know get through. Let me look just up line up tanks side by side. Because it, it looks yeah, it's just expect- a small building with a runway, right? 
I don't know what it is. You know, I don't think anybody gets close enough to see it because the fence is like a mile from the actual place. But I do know that the Ark of the Covenant is uh, kept there. As we learned in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Images. Yeah, there's tons of pictures of it. Yeah, Google uh, Earth, you can see an installation there. So there's, I think there's definitely a military base there, obviously, because otherwise they wouldn't comment on it. Um, but to your point, like, they, I, I, I think Ted's right. I think they're going to barricade. And they're going to say, look, we don't want to shoot anybody, but don't be a dick and cross this line. This is a right. military installation. Just like if you went to the That's White big House lawn, man. and crossed yeah. the lawn, we have to do something. Can you, can you imagine right. if, people, if people, yeah, I said this today, somebody, if people said, <laughs> hey, we're going to jump the White let's go see. Let's go see them Trumps or whatever. We're going to jump the fucking fence and run through the door, and they're expected not anything bad to happen. Or but, like, even the, Penta- the Pentagon, the CDC. But a couple years ago, Look, Ted, let, let's go. Let's go see them viruses. But, but, but everybody always says that there's a Patriot missile somewhere on the lawn of the White House, right? Everybody says it's somewhere. You know, if a missile was shot or an airplane come, this missile would go off. An airplane hit the White House a few years ago, and they're like, oh, the president wasn't there, so we didn't shoot it down. Is it BS or is it real? I remember that when the plane... It was like a Cessna. Yeah, it was like a Cessna Mm -hmm. plane hit. I don't know. They didn't shoot it down. They called bluff. That was... was That that had to be deliberate, right? I don't even remember. There's no way you accidentally run a plane into the White House. (laughs) Carl, move! To the left! You're gonna hit the White House! I know what I'm doing, Barbara. Literally, literally every building in the world, and the one you happen to hit is that. You gotta hit the White House. I told you, Barbara. Shut up. I was a Romney voter. That that, that you know, you know, that reminded me of the boots running. Man, that shit makes me laugh so bad. Whenever you start talking on VGO and the boots start, (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. I love every time they play the boots, dude. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. (laughs) <laughs> uh, last thing I want to say, and then we'll, we'll wrap this up because we've been on an hour and a half, so let's wrap it up. But I, do, I will say I'm really enjoying like the memes, the Area 51 alien memes and videos. I saw one today. I literally burst out laughing. Was the one I linked it that said, "Uh, it said here's a video of me and my new alien buddy escaping Area 51," <laughs> and it was footage from the end of Halo 3 with them and the warthog, <laughs> like, and 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 the arbiters shooting the machine gun and they're driving through the explosions. The uh, the like, only I, way I, I laughed that, out that loud. They're going to be successful at this, is if they say you <laughs> come three weeks from now. They're like today's the day, and they go and do it. But if they wait till a certain date, <laughs> September twentieth. It, I mean, it's just it's just dumb. The whole thing is dumb. Also, what if these people somehow get in there and they all like contract some sort of bot? Because there's pictures of guys in like hazmat suits. What if they all contract some virus, smallpox or something and, again? And then they just say fuck it, we're running away, and then they spread that shit to everybody. Because what is it, smallpox? Is it still anywhere, or did they? I don't know. Exterminate that from the earth. We're all gonna be. Smallpox? We're all gonna be flay- the flayed. for that now. Smallpox was. Um, we're all gonna be flayed. All of our parents were. Three. What if this is a, an alien plot? What if the guy who's organizing is like these fucking humans? They're dumbasses. We're gonna get them to storm Area Fifty One. We're gonna infect like two of them. And it's game over, humans. And we're yeah, getting, and we're, we're getting Ralph fl- back, man. They still got Ralph in that building. <laughs> we're man. gonna free our fallen comrades from Area Fifty One. <laughs> That's what happened in Cocoon, y'all. They, it was a rescue mission the whole time. It turned out it was a rescue mission. What if they go in there and it's really a, wow, just a weather balloon long that they're protecting? Back Cocoon. The old Cocoon, people yeah. alien movie. <laughs> Cocoon was a good movie, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah you probably, that probably turned you on, eh, Freeman? 
Yeah, he yeah, all them Freeman all them Freeman loved the scene where uh the scene where Je- the scene where uh uh, uh oh, what's her name? That girl was hot, Cronin man. pats the bed and Jessica Tandy gets in the bed with him <laughs> to get it on. A sh- man, Sean yeah, became a man. Miss Daisy. Come on now, Miss Daisy. I'll drive you, Miss Daisy. Hulk. How is it that Hulk. driving Miss Daisy uh what's his nuts was old in that movie? Morgan Freeman was old in that movie too. He's always been old. <laughs> He's like Steve Martin. He's never not been old. But Steve Martin's like. I want to see that new movie with him with the drones. I always see that trailer every time we get to the movie. They play that trailer, and I think it's going to be good, but I think it's going to tank. Which drones? That's part three of uh. That's that's Olympus has fallen. Part three. Oh, okay. Can we quickly talk Alita Battle Angel for thirty seconds? Ted, have you seen this movie yet? I have not yet. Okay, I I I won't. I won't do it then. All right. She's hot as a as a animation character, and the, the new door is hot too. Yeah, the new door is. Go ahead, hot. y'all want to see that, man? No, I can't. Eli, but, Eli said you it was should see awesome. it, but I, I don't want to talk what I was going to talk about until someone's seen it. So, are you going to say is it good worth watching? I think it's fantastic Eli said worth it was watching. Great. I just want to talk about one thing in particular that I think. Anyways, it would be a huge spoiler. We'll, so we'll talk next. Yeah. I'll watch it. We'll talk next right. week. Hey, man, you never. Get, All right, uh, you get me a Ted and Matt flicks. Whatever. What do yeah, you? Yeah, it's in our now? chat there, buddy. It's uh, Ian's flicks. Is uh, <laughs> he he posted the link? Just ask him to post it again. To the nice. to the to the purchase site on Google Play, so you can buy a, buy a copy of it. Yeah. Right. Uh, guys, so let's get to the wrap up show. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, please leave us a review. We love reviews. We need some reviews. Go right now. Click review. Write a review. Write a review. Leave us a five star review. Or be honest, but. Five stars really rock for us, and uh, we do want to thank all the live listeners and the feed listeners and the Zombie Research Society and all games. Norm is back. Yay. But listen, I could it wouldn't let me do a poll. I was gonna do a poll, and I it wouldn't let me tweet it for some reason. I kept hitting the button, That's weird. and I was gonna poll and make fun of Norm. I was gonna say, do uh, it. I tried, and it wouldn't let me do it. I'll try to figure it out later. Uh, you gotta click the over. graph gonna, at the bottom. Click. I did, and I made the poll, but then it wouldn't let me hit the tweet button. Norman's got special it was, powers. It was great out. But guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. Norman, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, and you can find me on Instagram under Normie477 as well. And if you like to game on Xbox, you can find me under Normiebug. Nice. Right? And then on Twitter, go check out my poll. I thought I did it for almost a week. If not, I'll have to see uh, if I can re-edit uh, that. Uh, 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 <laughs> check out Norman's poll. Hey, Ted, where can people find you? Uh, Ted, I get on everything, and I will uh, be trying to get my poll up on uh, Twitter <laughs> in a minute. So, Normie, everybody be sure to vote in my poll. Ted said well. poll. I said poll. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where can people find you? Oh, yeah, me, uh, at Matt McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y, on the No Sleep Podcast and the Video Game Outsiders Podcast. Also available for voicing gigs. I can do a cool millennial or a kid voice. Hire me. I'm just doing. I'm just I doing want, commercials. I want right to hear now. you. Uh, I want to hear um, uh, Michelle cry about the earthquakes tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I haven't been on. Yeah, the it's show gonna be good. Me, so I'm looking forward to being. Yep. Here. Did you hey. listen to her? Uh, her love it hated. No, I have not. She said she's like looking for places to move and like has lost her fucking mind and all this shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I know you love California, but one day, dude. I know, oh yeah, I know. I know. But she's like, she's like, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, try, I'm looking for places to move, but I, I got to be near my parents. But I'm just, I don't know. oh, she's serious. <laughs> That's crazy. 
California Love. You can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. And my Xbox One gamer tag is DJ Freeman Daddy. And follow my DJ and page over on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy. And on behalf, guys, on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, the Zombie Research Society.com, Norma, Ted, Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy5, we could call episode 347 of Zombie Cast. Turn around. Wrong. Turn you're doing this time. Fly a fantasy. Good night, zombies. Good night, everybody. Good night, zombies. I love you all. Good night.